sunrise and sunset, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. Thousands of years ago, when man was still sporting a bearskin coat, a matted beard, and a place for raw meat, he discovered fire. He used this remarkable new invention to warm himself, to protect his people from their natural enemies, and to worship. A little later, he found out that his meat was tastier when cooked, and fire became an even greater boon. Still later, fire was used to propel a boat or run an engine, and in the course of time, it became a necessity of life. But although fire had been harnessed, it was never subdued. Civilization must always be on its guard against it. For all it needs is a guiding hand and a demented mind to run completely wild. What time is it now? Uh, uh nearly seven. She'll be here in a minute now. Hmm? Who? Minus. Who's Minus? Oh, Ralph. You just never listen when I talk to you. You know we've been without a cook and housemaid for over a week now, don't you? Uh, I haven't complained, have I? Not you haven't. I'm the one who's had to do the cooking. Well, I've had good luck. I put my on these papers yesterday, and this woman called up. She's coming here for an interview tonight. Oh, good. Uh, where'd you put my paper? It's right there in front of your nose, darling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Did I hope you doesn't disappoint me? Oh. Mary Lou. Uh, who's Mary Lou? So, oh, never mind. Hmm. Oh, I see they haven't caught her yet. What? So this pyromaniac was on the loose, that nicknamed the Flaming Chances. He started four fires in the past two months. Where, that? Yeah, throughout the city. The last one was on Sanders uh, Street. But that's not far away from here. No. He started a fire in the basement, and three people were burned to death. Oh, horrible. Oh, well, they'll get us sooner or later. They put special police on the case. Why do people do things like that, Ralph? Hmm? Oh, well, I don't know. Something wrong upstairs, I guess. They're sick as well as criminal. Oh, yes. When Mary gets here, let me do the interview. Hmm? I don't want you to scare her away. Scare her away? <laughs> How do I look like, a zombie? You're liable to say something precious, darling. Hmm. You see, let me at home when the woman of the house doesn't make you talking. Hmm. All right. But this is Dr. Hyatt's girl, Ralph. I'm just not going to be a drag around here any longer. Oh, honey, you know you're not. Oh, this is... Excuse me, darling. Oh, would you like me to wear my dinner jacket? Good evening. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Tell me, sir. Well, I'm just going to say. Oh, please come in. Uh, Mamie, this is Mr. Cartwright. Hi, Mamie. Nice to meet you, sir. Well, sit down, Mamie. Thank you. Uh, you, you can cook, of course. Yes, but only plain cooking. Oh, that's just what we want. We don't go into fancy dishes here. Isn't that so, Ralph? Hmm? Oh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, now, this apartment has four rooms, and your room's in there next to the kitchen. There's a small radio on the table for your own use. I think you'll be very comfortable. Any washing, Mrs. Cartwright? Oh, no, no. We think I can out. Oh. The family, of course, was mixed in the air. The family's all right. Well, oh, that's fine. Then, uh, I suppose you move in tomorrow morning. Dinner. Yes, sir? A uh, Oh, yes. I imagine you have some, maybe. You can say anything about references in the air. <laughs> I know, but, sir... Uh... <laughs> Not that I want to be silly. Yes, you just tell us who you worked for last. 
Now, where's the woman last in the North Coast? I'll write to her for reference if you want. Um, how long did you get there? Two years. I came here last month. I haven't been doing much since then. I thought I'd take a little rest. But now I want to go back to work again. And maybe, uh, what's this woman's name? Kent. And her address? Now, look, Mr. Cartwright, if you think I'm lying... Oh, right. no, 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 please, please don't see that way. Uh, you are Mrs. Kent, and so is the reference when you receive it. That's what? I'll do it tomorrow. Well, now, that's just about all. Uh, can we expect you at eight in the morning? I'll be here. Well, uh, here's your fee. Mm-hmm. You can keep it with you. You've got something off, and, uh... What is it, then? I was just wondering about the kitchen. Oh, you'll find it a very nice place to work in. There's a good in the stove of both, don't you? What kind of a stove have you got? What kind? Electrical flame. Electrical. Oh, too bad. <laughs> and the electric stove is just as easy to cook on as a gas stove. I know a lot of people think so, but I don't. I always like the kind that had the flame. Yeah, I'll get the office an hour sooner. Well, you know, ready? I'm starved. I'm only got it all back to trip. I have to take out the tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, did you find out any more about her? No, Val. No. The woman is sending for references. That ought to be enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not that, But she told me a little bit about her, sir. She's 39, and the people were farmers. She originally comes from the country somewhere. Oh, that's a poor pig, too far. Oh, say, um... Oh, I still think it was odd. 
Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Ross. Oh, there's no need. That's what I'd like to know. Did he come back last night? No. I'm making all the breakfast so he won't be late to work. Oh, he'd only be left, do you? I hope not. The things are still in the room. Oh, Ralph, I wish you wouldn't talk about your dinner so much. You might be able to hear oh, me. I don't blame this on me, but you know, I never said anything it's to It's annoying, him. that's all. I get someone I like and she works one day and then she disappears. It's enough to drive a woman to distraction. <laughs> Maybe she went out in a bender. What? Well, she knows she might be one of those lost weekends. We may be better off getting rid of her after all. Ralph, how can you say that? Uh. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to stay out of your way. You're not in a very good mood today, dear. Uh, here's my morning paper. Well, it always is at this time. Outside the door. All right. Hey, look at this. What is it? This headline here. Flaming Francis strikes again. What? The pyromaniac nicknamed Flaming Francis by the police. Set fire to another building last night on Harris Street. Oh, just around the corner. Fortunately, a building had been condemned and was just about to be raised. No one was injured, although a fireman was overcome by smoke. Couldn't drive me in a neighborhood. Yeah. What's Mamie? Yeah. Mamie, Good morning, Mamie. I'm sorry I didn't get back last night, but I didn't think it would until this morning anyway. That's all right. You see, I went to visit a sick friend. She had no one to take care of her. Uh, what's happened to your left hand, Mamie? Yes? Uh, why is it bandaged? Oh, it's nothing. I'll get my uniform on and start my work. All right, Mamie. Oh, well, thank goodness you think. Well, I guess... Yeah. When? That bandaged hand of hers. The bandage was padded, and, and part of it seemed to be stained with some kind of lotion. Oh, what about it? Well, it's the kind of bandage I see sometimes on, on a very bad day. smoke from a burning ember can never be reclaimed. But the ember can perpetuate itself. Given fuel enough, it can ignite and spread. And there are those who receive a strange exhilaration as they watch the flames march on, leaving death and desolation in their wake. We've got to get rid of that, Virginia. Please, I've written up behind I've got half a mind to call the police. And what can you say to them? What you that piece of woman they're after? Oh, I admit it's all circumstantial, but I'm not taking any chances. But, Ralph, if you call the police, she's innocent, as I'm sure she is, don't believe it. What you don't seem to realize, Virginia, is that we may have a dangerous maniac in the house. We've simply got to protect ourselves whether we lose her or not. Oh, I suppose you're right. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll call the police right now while she's out, and I'll have one of their men come over tonight. I can't wait until tomorrow. Listen, I couldn't do any work at the office today because I was worrying so much. I saw her burning the, the whole block of flats down with you in it. Ralph, you've just got a big imagination. Well, that's how I feel about it. And I'm calling the authorities. When did Mamie say she'd return? She's got about ten thirty. She was going to the pictures. For all we know, she may be trying to burn down a couple of hospitals just to keep herself in trim. No, I'm definitely going to get the police. And as you said, you hired this girl two nights ago. Uh, yes, Sergeant. She answered an ad in the paper. Did she give any references, Mrs. Cartwright? We asked her for them, and she said she'd write to the last place she worked at, in another state. Uh, no, it could take at least a week to get a reply, if her story was true. Uh, we can check on it later. Sergeant, don't you think it may have been a coincidence? The burn on her hand, I mean. Very easily. <laughs> Frankly, I, I wasn't even sure it was a burn, but under the circumstances... You did the right thing, Mr. Cartwright. No point in taking any chances. If she's innocent, she can prove it soon enough. 
Well, let's have a look at her room. Yes, all right. Uh, come with me.
I was feeling you'd leave your house tonight when you found out I'd got away, and I've been waiting for you. Maybe. You'll be in better things, thank you. Tell me what I am. Well, you people are alike. You pay out money and you think I'm a slave. But what are you talking about? You think you can buy the world, don't you? You think having money is everything more than prison. Oh, right, it isn't. Now, if you'll just let me know, Mrs. Carpenter, you're not getting a chance to call the police and tell them you're storming. But I, I don't know. You're sitting coming with me. I want to prove something to you. What do you prove? That money isn't everything. I'm going to show you a bigger thing. Only, what do you mean? You'll find out. Come with me. Listen to yourself. Oh, Miss Ellie. Where are you taking me? She's walking with this cop right to the gang into the cellar. Any steps? Open this door. Yeah, you know what the building is? Yeah. It's a warehouse. You know what they say, huh? What? Thank you. Hold my light and I'll show you something. What are the signs in those walls? No smoking. Do not blast me. Ha, 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 ha. May the flames come up as loud as the And I'll leave you here to enjoy it to the finish. Don't be a fool, Manny. I wouldn't do anything. Not, not you wouldn't. You, you don't know anything about me, do you? But you're going to run into something right now. Manny, that's one of those newspapers from that mother's temple. Newspapers? What a fine child I do turned out to be. How do you expect to set this building ablaze with one match? What do you know about it? I'll tell you what I know. I know that you have nothing to do with the standard street fire. And the horror she buried is another job that doesn't mean to you. How do you know? Because I started them both. And I didn't do it with a match either. That on the level? Yes. I'll tell you something else you've never heard of. I'm not. You know what these are? You know what they are? Yeah. I make them myself. All you have to do is to play it up against that door. And it goes burn through everything. What? Huh? You've got to know something about chemistry to make it. You mean, you use those things to start the fire? Of course. You've got something in common, haven't you? You both love to see the flames as they look away from two to two. You both love to smell the smoke as it cleans up in the sky. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. What's the thing in the car? It's a car drive. What about your husband? Will he know anything about this drive? Oh, that's a fool. You'd never understand. I'm going to you too. Oh, right. You know what a good to hear the crackle of a burning And when the spark fly, here, you'll take this to it. Look, you throw one on this side. And I'll throw mine over there. I'll take it there. And you'll go outside and watch me. Well, what? I'll be laughing together. Go ahead. Go ahead, Amy. Oh, 
All right, plain and counter. Let's get started. Oh, it's a pretty fire, isn't it? Oh, it's so clean. Oh, clean and bright. I just wanted to get one last look. Next week, same time, same station. Written by Lawrence Key and narrated by Hart McGuire, you heard as Virginia, Margot Lee. As Mamie, Margaret Christensen. As Ralph, John Bushell. And as the sergeant, Max Austin. The Clock, directed by John Saul, is a Grace Gibson radio production. Oh.